Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Today I want to talk to you about the future of film distribution, or for that matter, the future of filmmaking. We've seen a lot of changes over the past few years, and these changes have had a ripple effect on how we, as independent filmmakers, go out and get our content into the marketplace. Uh, Interestingly enough, years ago, we saw a proliferation of all sorts of streaming sites, and most of those streaming sites fell into one of three categories, either TVOD for transactional video on demand, SVOD for subscription video on demand, and AVOD for advertisement-supported video on demand. In the years since, one of the trends that you've seen, and you probably heard a lot of filmmakers talk about this, is nobody seems to really enjoy the idea of transactional video on demand. This is the idea that somebody has to either uh, pay money to either watch your film, uh, they buy it in full, you know, let's just say Amazon, for example. They buy your film on Amazon. Every time they log into Amazon, they have the opportunity to watch your film again because they've, quote, bought it, right? That was a, that was a trend for a really long time because people wanted to own things. And then on the transactional side, people wanted to rent things, right? Let me have a rental option. So for a few bucks less on Amazon, I'll use that again, you get to go on Amazon and you get to rent something for a limited period of time. And once that rental period is over, you no longer have access to the content. Now, this was obviously based on the old electronic sell-through model, the days of the DVD, um, the days of the rental industry, heck, the days of VHS, where you either bought something or rented it. And what I'm seeing is a, is a fundamental shift in, how, in consumer behavior. Now, back when I was talking about self-distribution in 2008, everybody thought I was crazy. Of course, that's become more and more the norm. So my prediction right now, um, and it's not going to happen overnight, by the way, and we'll talk about this in other podcasts. You should still absolutely plan for your transactional video on demand window because that has a ripple effect on all the other uh, windows that you go through. But my prediction for right now is that we will come to a point where nobody wants to pay. Nobody's going to pay for either purchases or rentals. And we know that some of the platforms are ahead of the curve. Amazon, I kept using that as an example. Amazon not only has a transactional video on demand component where you can rent or purchase uh, content that you want to buy, or, or rent. Um, I just kind of repeated myself there. You can transact on Amazon to see stuff. But on the same note, on Amazon, you can also pay a monthly fee to watch whatever you want to watch when you want to watch it, right? So that's a subscription service. And I think you and I can both agree that you, your kid sister, your aunt, your uncle, and everybody else is asking you when you're going to get your content onto Netflix. Netflix, of course, is a subscription video on demand platform. Well, one of the other things that's happening in the marketplace now that Netflix has sort of like put their stake in the ground is you got all the major studio money kind of gearing up. I mean, Disney's doing their thing. Apple's doing their thing. There's all these different big time companies with very deep pockets that are coming back into the ecosystem saying, you know what? Netflix is not going to be the only game in town. We're going to figure out a solution here for the end consumer. And what that means for the end consumer now is there's literally dozens of different places that you can go to watch content. And so in my opinion, there's a real glut in the marketplace. Um, 
because there's just so much content out there and there's so many different places to watch content that, you know, it's, it's having a real effect on the consumer. So I predict, um, I guess two predictions. One is transactional video on demand and both purchases and rentals um, at a certain point will only be limited to people that really want to get something at a premium, right? But for the everyday consumer, I think paying a subscription service, I think watching advertisements is going to be more and more the norm. And heck, it already is. Let's let's be really frank here. Um, but interestingly enough, because there's all these different streaming platforms, my other prediction is eventually you're going to pay one price somewhere so that you can watch all the different streaming platforms that you want. So imagine that you pay one price, you get to watch all your subscriptions. Doesn't that sound a little bit like cable television? I also, just as an aside, you might say, well, Jason, you're always talking about gearing up for transactional video on demand. Why would you keep talking about transactional video on demand if it's not going to exist in the way we know it in a few years? Well, the reason is, number one, we're still a few years away from it. I'm just trying to give you a future prediction um, so that, you know, I guess I can go come back to this uh, recording in a few years and say, ha, ah, I told you. Um, and I could be way wrong, by the way, and I hope I am way wrong. But it doesn't change the fact that you still have to think about the end consumer. Transactional video on demand is a huge filter. If you can get, if you can make content that's so good that people are willing to buy it or that people are willing to rent it, then your odds of getting streaming deals or, or um, deals with various uh, subscription platforms that pay you a licensing fee for one or two years, like Netflix, you really improve the odds of your success because you're actually creating a product that people want. So I still think transactional video on demand has some merit. It just means that, you know, in a few years that's going to change, but you should still use that as the standard. You should always be asking yourself when you're making content, is this something that somebody will pay for? And if not, you got to go back and you got to make it something that somebody would be willing to pay for. So again, you know, if you want some more great filmmaking information, uh, check me out over at freefilmmakingbook.com. And once again, freefilmmakingbook.com. I look forward to sharing more, um, you know, ideas with you. And we'll talk again real soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.